Bretto after an extremely tough 2020 for many it is so exciting to announce our first in real life event for 2021 Oh, MP, it's an understatement to say we miss connecting with our tribe, but it makes the 2021 wellness breakthrough all the more exciting. If you're ready to rebound or to make a comeback and even make 2021 your best year yet, you are warmly invited to join Brett, myself, and an intimate group of like-minded souls at the wellness breakthrough from February 5 to 7. Imagine yourself tucked away in the serene Streslecki Ranges of Gippsland, Victoria. You don't have to cook, you don't have to clean or do anything domestic. We feed you, we accommodate you, we hold the space for you to create your own wellness breakthrough. Whether it's in your health, your relationships, work, life, wealth, spirit, any part of your life, you can expect major transformation at our most intimate event. We'd love for you to join us, but spaces are strictly limited to 20 attendees. And as we record this, we have less than 10 spaces left. For more info, to watch the highlights of previous years and to join us from February 5 to 7 in 2021, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. Thewellnesscoach.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you. I hope you're having a wonderful 2021. I cannot have a wonderful 2021 without my brother from another mother. He's sunning himself down in Phillip Island as we speak. <laughs> We're shooting on down to South Gippsland to the country's premier wellness expert. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. Hello, legend. Mate, so this is a beautiful part of the world. I don't know why you would ever want to leave it. It's um, You used to live down here, PC, and it's stunning. It's beautiful. Uh, I've got one phrase for you, or one sentence. The temperature of the water. <laughs> and I should add, actually, the temperature of the air. Air temperature. And, yeah, just the climate just in general. I understand. I do understand. Uh, there's something about Byron Shire that's uh, next level, uh, but definitely, you know, comparable to Philip Island, you'd have to say. <laughs> for everyone down here in South Gippsland, uh, I'll go into bat for you. Don't worry. PC has left you hung and hung, hungy, hanging to dry. He's I, left you. I away. wasn't the only one. Sarah's brothers both left. Sarah's mum and dad have moved up here. The entire Martin clan has left <laughs> South Gippsland. Sarah's wow. family, extended family, has a Martin family Christmas every year. And yeah. They have a, and, they, and they even have a Christmas in July in Grantville. You know, Come they on. dominate the Gippsland region. Yeah. Compass pools and everything. And But still, I'm telling you, uh, we have not been there, and it's a it is a blight on the family culture that we haven't been there for quite some time. But would you believe it's almost seven years uh, ago that I left uh, Victoria? If you didn't tell me, I wouldn't have believed it. I've got to tell you because um, that's that's amazing. It only seems like a couple of years ago, but um, that's amazing, mate. That is amazing. Oh, wow! Which our eighth birthday is coming up on One Hundred Not Out. Yeah, what would that be? That'll be uh, birthday. Gee whiz! I better get organised. Yeah, that'll be that's kind of that's a worth worth a party, eight years. That's one year extra than a seven year cycle, which I know you love seven year cycles. When I think of our birthdays, and and I do love seven year cycles, and we'll talk a little bit bit about that today on this podcast. But 
When I think about 100 not our birthdays, you know the first thing that comes to mind is uh, you no. in all of your glory. Oh, do you want to have a guess? Uh, well, I, I was going to say how much I love birthdays. Well, do you remember the year we actually, your idea, and you're so good at this, um, the year we went and bought balloons to celebrate our birthday yes. recording at your house. <laughs> what year was that? Oh, was that only, was that 100? Was that 100 or was it 150 oh, or something? Oh, like maybe it was. It might have been 100 because it was 100 not out, you know. And, and I think during that same recording session when we probably recorded a year's worth of podcasts in one sitting. <laughs> now, I think it was like it was three months worth of podcasts in one sitting. Yeah. Um, we might have um, – oh, who – who do we who do we record? Oh, we had Jan Smith, uh, our Everest climber. We had Amanda Melvin. What's that? We had Marvin. We had Marvin. 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 Yes, Marvin wrote. Yes, and we yeah. had um, Mitch Album who wrote uh, Tuesdays with Mori. That's right. Doctor Mario Martinez, who was right. uh, the Mind Body Code. We had I'm some good. ripping interviews at uh, at uh, Christoph headquarters. Yeah, they were weren't there. It was incredible. It was incredible. Sorry, I'm a little bit distracted. Uh, my wife's making a lot of noise over in the kitchen, and I'm trying. I'm very conscious of sound. Like I've got big nose, I can smell. I've got big enough ears that I can hear. And I know that on a podcast, people want to hear great quality audio. They don't want to be hear, hearing rustling in the kitchen. So I'm sorry about. That. Well, Amber can come and join you. Um, if we'll she pull likes. her in. We'll pull her into the podcast we'll if she does. That this is a so. great. You know, it's actually really good that you that you've. Um, acknowledged uh, Amber in the room because this is what holidays are all about. It's spending time with others. But the other piece, the other thing I think holidays is all about is thinking about the year ahead. And I don't know about you, Damo, but I think it is harder than ever before to set goals such a boring term, so let's not talk about it like that, but to think <laughs> about the year ahead with yes. any certainty there's all these one-liners without a vision people perish so what is your vision you don't want to perish in 2021 so what are you working towards i'd be saying you know what's the what's on the script of your exceptional 2021 you know you you write the movie or you co-create it with god or the universe or whoever you like to to call but it's really um it's a tougher job than ever before wouldn't you agree oh yeah mate it's so difficult uh one of the things that i'd I suppose I'd consider, and you know, obviously most of us would have written some kind of a goal or a set of goals. Maybe it's ten goals, or a dozen goals, or a hundred goals. Um, that this time last year, thinking that 2020 was going to be a ripper because we all had 2020 vision. Remember that one? <laughs> 2020 vision. That's what's going to happen. And uh, and of course, uh, 2020 uh, was. We all had uh, mud or poo slung in our eyes, so we didn't have 2020 vision. Vision. And uh, it was very, very difficult. None of our goals would have um, would have wouldn't have been easy, put it that way. And many of us still would have achieved a lot, um, but there's there's still some things that may not have actually eventuated just because of what it was. Um, but I would say don't go and use those goals again because you should have learned some things from 2020. Um, you know, whether it's values shifting around, you know, your family, whether it's values shifting around your workspace, whether you're working only two days in the office and you're working five days from home, you know, whatever it is, whatever your combo is. But all of your goals should be different. Now, they shouldn't be the same. So go back and revisit all those goals because some people go, oh, I did my goals last year. I didn't use them this year. Someone's going to use them now. Don't do that. That's not a good thing to do. You know that's, what I, that's what I would say. 
I loved our episode probably eight or ten weeks ago with Trav Bell, the bucket list guy. And yeah. it, it only because, or oh, for many reasons, but mainly because is, is the word I need to use, that it, it helped me feel like I could put more fun into certain goals. Because uh, I'm yeah. very fond about time, I'm very structured. Most people, you know, might know my exceptional life blueprint stuff where I break it, you know, break life up into eight areas. And that's how I set my. My year, my goals, it's in those eight areas of life. But I love the chat with uh, Trav Bell. Yeah, um, a lot of people that received a lot of great feedback, that, that podcast. If you didn't hear it, go back to listen to episode 400 or 401, maybe. 399, 398. 398. Listen to them all. Just yeah. listen to them all. But, yeah, you eventually get to Trav Bell. Um, but it was uh, it was great. It was a really great call um, just to consider, you know, bucket list things to do. I also just like – Again, for someone that is very formulaic in the way that, you know, I set goals, I think 2020 taught me that you've got to shake the cage. 2021, like you just said, yeah. you can't go back, well, what did I do in 2020 and how am I going to tweak that? What did I, uh, you know, I'm just going to try and do more of that or less of that. Like, perfect example is travel. You know, I, I was speaking to a friend today who said, I actually don't want to travel anywhere in 2021, you know. This person's view was, and I can't disagree with it. I know everyone's on a different level here, but, you know, she was like, I just, you know, I don't want to be a pioneer. Um, I don't want to be caught halfway. I don't want to be there and then I've got to rush home. Uh, travel for people, uh, for, for some people now, um, it almost feels like um, another recipe for stress rather than an escape from stress, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah. so many people go, oh, you know, for us, we'd be like, we're going to go to Europe and run longevity experiences and we're going to go here and it's like Damo can come up to Byron and do all of these things. And for you and I, we probably don't fit into that mold of not traveling because that is something that we love and we're probably prepared to you know, do that anyway. But what it makes yeah. me realize is that some people are going to have to, in certain areas of our life, we are going to have to shake the cage of the way that we have thought about um, our goals and dreams, whether it's just delaying them or actually completely revolutionising them. Mm. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, and there needs to be a bit of a pivot on there too, because the the degree of uncertainty is high. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, jobs market could change. Um, the way in which you receive healthcare could be totally different. There's a whole lot of stuff that's you know going to alter, and your ability to travel will be impacted by decisions made by other people. So. Um, there's there's lots of things that are going to shift, and so you want to remain flexible, and um, and I suppose maybe set shorter term goals initially. So where you might you know set short term, medium term, long term, there might be even um, more short term goals or goals, or maybe it goes short, shorter, medium, yeah. medium, yeah. medium, long, long yeah. goals, <laughs> and no, then so longer, long goals. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's, it, maybe it's just going to require a little bit more uh, refinement so that there's flexibility around it because there's a there's a fair bit in the world right now that's out of your control. Um, just just I mean I know that this is time stamping it, but just look at what happened in the northern beaches of New South Wales of Sydney. You know, just in the last fifty something hours, like it's just been unbelievable. You know, who how would have quickly, thought? That, yeah, how quickly Christmas plans change, yeah. travel plans. That's right. Yeah. Terrible. Um, so on that, because you've got a far greater appreciation of this perhaps, I think, than I do, is you spoke about like maybe this is a year where you really actually focus on short, short-term 
rather than like, I'm going to change the world in 52 weeks. It's actually like, <laughs> I'm actually going to make the best out of today. I think the Victorian experience yeah. of 2020 yeah. was, how do I actually, you know, we even recorded episodes on this, like there was getting through the day, but then there was also actually, how do you find the simple pleasures in each day? So, mm. would you be kind enough to perhaps talk about that for a moment, for, again, because I think you can provide a, a lot better perspective on this than I can. Um, and then I'd love to talk about, because I could railroad this interview or this, uh, this conversation around, you know, what, you know, my goals for 2021, but I'd love to get your insights on uh, your day-by-day approach and then uh, some of your history of, um, of goal setting as well. I think what happened uh, in 2020 for me, and so that I get a chance to reflect on it, is I lost some friends to suicide. Um, and then I also had mates um, that had some cardiovascular disease issues. And then I had some mates also diagnosed and lost their battles with cancer. And so for me, it was like, a, and because I was stuck inside so much, there's a lot of time to reflect and just to kind of think. And, um, and I wasn't that busy for, you know, big slabs of the year. So I have, I suppose, um, placed greater importance on life itself um, and making sure that, you know, I don't, not that I, I don't waste it, but that I that I, I make sure that I'm always enjoying it, if that makes sense. So I don't think I ever not enjoyed life, but I probably persisted doing things that I didn't really want to do just for the sake of just doing it or because my ego said that you should or because a lot of people gave me feedback that they love the product or, you know, whatever else. And so now I'm, I'm committed to making sure that I'm doing more of what I love to do. So, um, yes, that, that – will likely include um, lots of golf um, and that will likely include, you know, working because I really love it. Um, It's likely to include me, you know, probably having another go at at this book. You know, I suppose there's there's those sorts of things, but it's all going to be through the lens of am I enjoying doing this? Uh, Because I suppose as I approach my 50s, uh, which is incredible, I'm, th- I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, so I get to halfway through my life and I've done a lot of things which I enjoy, but I kind of know what I really do like to do right now and I don't have to kind of experiment with stuff anymore to see if I do like it. I don't have to try it on. Um, I, I will probably just focus on the things that I love to do um, as opposed to the things that I feel like I need to achieve or need to do, like buy a big house or go on an overseas holiday or uh, buy a boat or whatever it's going to be, you know, like those 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 goals um, that I might have set in the past because I felt like I should do that. Society I, I, said that's the measure of success. I 100% will not be shooting on myself, put it that way. Well, yeah. I have to um, finish a book by a 51-year-old man who was having similar thoughts at the stage of life that you're in. You may have heard of him before. His name is Matthew McConaughey. Oh. <laughs> Great Hollywood actor. And his book, Green Lights, is a reflection on his life and I, I, I'm I, looking forward to this. There seems to be a magic that happens to people that are open to it at around the phase of life that you're in. There's a yearning, a bubbling, a something that there's a flick of the switch into legacy mode. Mm-hmm. Like, what's it all for? You said something earlier. You're more committed than ever to doing more of what you love to do and I'm almost mm-hmm. like if Martini was on the call, he'd be like, thank you, St. COVID. You know, it'd be like, <laughs> you know, COVID has kind of brought out this intense kind of commitment to prioritize your joy and fulfillment and happiness because you've seen sadly um friends uh that are no longer here and it Mm. it, it has almost kind of put your mortality 
fairly and squarely right in front of your eyes. Um, yeah, 100%. As hard as that can be, no doubt, to experience, so it, is, it is one of those um, silver linings of, of, of what was a challenging year for so many. I would like to then ask you then, um, you know, because I've, I've never done this and I know you've done it many times. I don't Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if you do it every year now, but you you did enjoy a bit of uh, setting 100 goals on an annual basis. Um, yeah. And, and as we've said at the beginning of this episode, there are so many ways to do goals and outcomes and dreams and bucket lists and however you want to term it and create it. But um, can you share your experience there? And then I think maybe we kick into a bit of our 2021 vision because we, we didn't have 2020 vision, um, but we can definitely share our, our, our visions for 2021. Um, yeah. Yeah, what's been your experience with, you know, your – yeah, setting setting a hundred goals. Well, if you, if people have been listening to the last nearly eight years of of this podcast, you'll know that every year um, I sit down to write a whole list of goals, and most of the time I'll achieve even without even without renewing or reviewing those goals uh, throughout the year because I've written them down. Um, they're part of my consciousness. That's part of my being, who I am, what I'm going to achieve, and I'll achieve in the vicinity of seventy to ninety percent of those goals. Just because I wrote them down. Um, and that's kind of that whole um, secret thing, you know, the secret. You write it down, you, you know, you put it out there to the universe and, and it will appear. It's not woo-woo, it's not magic, it's just part of your intention, the fact that I've written it down, not typed it out. I think that's really important. There's a big difference there. Um, and so I will still do that. Uh, again, you know, this year, uh, as I did last year, uh, and albeit like in some years, it's found I found it really, really difficult to do that to get clarity. Um, it's it's just one of those things that that I think is worthwhile doing, and I ask my staff to do it as well. So my team, I ask to do that because it gets them thinking about all the other things that are possible, and it gets them thinking about all the things that they could achieve in a year. Um, and there's a lot of time that's kind of wasted if you don't know what you're actually you know um, yearning to achieve or you don't really know where your life is actually heading. So I suppose to make it even better, you know, if I was to take a leaf from my great mate Marcus Pierce's book, um, The Exceptionals, uh, I would I would be looking at the ways in which you can break down your life, um, and I'll get you to take us through that there, PC. And then if you break it into into 100 goals, you're basically looking at around about 8.15 goals um, per area of your life, um, and and that'll enable you to achieve um, 100 goals, but also maintaining balance over the, the 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 facets of your life that you need to kind of focus on in order to achieve an exceptional life. So, um, I, I'd be interested to know, Piercy, uh, what are the things that need to um, be focused on when you're trying to achieve um, a balance in your goal setting? Because for me. Because you know, when you look at a a Myers Briggs wheel, or you look at a uh, at a a, a strengths finders sort of exercise, you're going to work out that you're geared in a particular direction. Um, you're a particular type of personality, and so for me, my set of goals, if I don't have a structure around the eight things that I need to be looking at. I'm going to go down visionary pathways or I'm going to go down happiness or something like that and I might miss my financial goals or I might miss out on my religious or spiritual goals or whatever else. Um, but I think that it could be done a better way. I think that 100 is a great number um, and and 
I also think that it could be more than 100. It shouldn't be less than 100 if you're thinking the big picture. Um, it could be just 12 goals, get 12 things done in a year. That could be it. But I think that you're better off challenging yourself to be 100. So what are the eight things that we need to be focusing on, PC? Oh, I'm loving this conversation, Damo. So the eight areas of life, your life purpose or career, your movement, your social life, your nutrition, your love and relationships or your family, your growth, your wealth, and your spirit, soul, and faith. So there are the eight. Oh, you just said so many nuggets in there, Damo. Um, first one is the personality definitely plays a big part. Listening to you talk about Myers-Briggs and the rest, I think know thyself is so important when it comes to writing our goals. I know for me, I look at my goals that I wrote. I am way better at achieving my goals around family and career and I struggle way more around movement. Um yeah, definitely like yeah, you know, definitely movement. In the past wealth, I've had, I've been much more diligent, responsible in twenty twenty. There was a big area of growth in just being more just working a lot better with my wealth in twenty twenty. But I think what you said about your personality, like where are you drawn to? I think you mm. can't deny that. You can't deny mm. that you're visual or that you go to pleasure. Um I think for me, when I look at goals in reflection is where are my muscles the weakest? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because there is a consequence. It's, it's nothing wrong with having an off year or an off even couple of years. Like for me, I, I'm really struggling to really master my movement and do it well. Um, and I know I'm, a, I'm more concerned about it than ever because it's actually not just been 2020. It's probably been 2019 and 2018 and arguably 2017. So I think that's what I love about reflecting. But I just can I share with you a story about the power of what you said, which some people may be doubting about sure. the power of writing something down. Because when you said it, I was like, Bushka, because I had this epiphany <laughs> a couple of months ago and I've been looking for it whilst you were talking. And I wrote this in my journal on December 23, which to timestamp it is a, a calendar year ago today. Um, better make sure that it is the right thing. Yeah, so, so for those people that don't know, because I actually haven't told anyone except for people now on this podcast, um, Sarah and I bought a block of land this year or in 2020, uh, to build our family home just across the road from Sarah's mum and dad. Um, now, a year ago today, I wrote down uh, I wrote down this. Um, is this actually the right one? Anyway, I'll find out in, my, in a moment. Um, the more This is what I wrote. The more I work in greater detail on my exceptional life, the more certainty I develop. Just this evening, I decided I would... Uh, hold on, sorry. Uh, I might... Anyway, so uh, anyway, uh, sorry. Um, I said, even though seeing frangipanis and fire trees might come naturally to me, I'm beginning to really understand the meaning of details. I'm going to collect frangipanis and put their flowers in a vase as a reminder of my commitment to buying a house and having a frangipani tree and a ponciana and a mango tree. The more I do this, the more I can visualize my dreams. I'll work through um, the Breakthrough Experience Seminar Workbook one page at a time until I have added the essential details to my vision. Now, I wrote that probably in a cafe having a coffee on Monday, December 23. And as you just said, I didn't give it a second thought, but mm-hmm. I did start collecting um, frangipani right. leaves on the ground when I was going did for you? a walk. Frangipani leaves or yeah. frangipani flowers? Hold on a second, I'll show you. I still have it because I can't, I can't throw it away because I've got this jar of frangipani, like dead frangipani. It's like frangipani potpourri. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is. Honestly, 
Um, it is. Yeah. Now I know what potpourri really is. And only about yeah. seven, only about, I don't know, four or five, or maybe three months ago, I was organising this journal and I then found myself flicking through it. And uh, we, we, we bought the block in September and um, I found this entry. And, like, for us, 2020 was not the year to buy a house. It just wasn't going to happen. And then Corona happened and ScoMo brought his home builder along and I was like, right, Oak, click into gear. Um, but it just reminds me of exactly what you said and I just want to share that because people might go, oh, yeah, Damo, everyone says this, write it down and it just, you know, automatically manifests like, Damo and I are not, we are not wishy-washy kind of guys. We're not like. No, and we've done podcasts on moon cycles. And so we, you know, the first moon cycle one that we did, we were definitely neither of us woo-woo. And then the next podcast that we did on moon cycles, Marcus became a little bit woo-woo, but I think he's calmed down a little bit. I think he's calmed a bit. Moon Moontime Diary is uh, <laughs> is right there. And I don't know, you may not, you may not uh, know this because I just uh, very, very, very privately again i'm outing everything here but i very privately sent you the uh the, the cover of the of the book yes. which is yes. done but i don't know if it's you so want to open up your little text message there but uh you may notice that it is very subtly a what i it's refer to as a fingernail moon <laughs> yes i i did see that it's a it's like a crescent moon it is it's a crescent moon but it's actually it's actually the spirit soul and faith part of the Exceptional Life Blueprint framework, but no one has to know that. It's just a subtle um, design element of the cover, but I only say that just to show you that I've gone full convert on the power of the moon cycles demo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in terms of woo-woo, half of us is not and the other half is. No, no, in, in all seriousness, moon cycles happen. It's true, um, and this isn't that. And so woo-woo is kind of like slapping fish together and expecting healing, but that's not going to happen. So this is what we're talking about. It's great. And if anyone doesn't believe a word of what we're saying, write down some of your outcomes for 2020. (laughs) Write down some of your outcomes for 2021, sorry, and then get to the end of the year and see what happens. As David said, 70% of his. What I did there that made Marcus laugh was a visual gag. And so if you're listening to this and not watching it, you won't know what we're talking about. But I just showed everybody in the world, basically, that listens to 100 Not Out, a picture of the front cover of Piercy's book that he asked me to keep a secret. So I've just shared that to everybody. So you're going to have to go to YouTube to check this one out. Uh, just look for 100 Not Out on YouTube. All right, so I'd like to know. So my, I like to have, um, you know, I'm a bit like you. I've got lots of goals for 2021 and then I go, what is the one? What's my one thing? What's If 2021 is about anything, for me, it's the book. It's the year of the book. 2020 was the year of the book. 2019 was the year of the book. Uh, and 2018 was probably the year of the book. I told the kids, kids, I've been writing this book for five years. They're like, oh, yeah, sure, Daddy, your book doesn't take that long. Anyway, so 2021 <laughs> is the year of the book for me. If I said to you, Dame, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Uh, what is the year? What the year of 2021 is the year of? Uh, the book. Uh, I, the last year I said it. The year before I said I think I've been saying book since I did downsize me. Um. So it would be the year of the book. Yeah, the year of the book. I love. It. We've got a joint goal. We've got a common goal. Yeah, that's right. I I'll hold you accountable to yours if you hold me accountable to mine. Consider it done, mate. Send me a chapter by chapter. I'll read it happily. Happily. Thanks, mate. Um, Well, this has been a belter. Love talking about this stuff with you. We don't talk about it often enough. 
But uh, it's always a great conversation and thanks for sharing your wisdom as always, great man. Yeah, thanks, PC. Great little chat, great little chat. And nice little way to, you know, kind of look at 100 goals through different lenses too. I think that's important. Um, and if you need those uh, those eight areas of your life, then it's pretty easy to just go and find Marcus Pierce um, anywhere. Uh, you, you can just Google the guy and he's all over the place. So um, you go to his website, uh, marcuspierce.com.au, and you could find more about this book. And you get all the chapters there. It tells you step by step how to live an exceptional life. So that's what you need to do. Uh, I will be doing it. Um, I can't wait to read the revised version. It's going to be much shorter. So um, that's going to be that's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, version 11 will be in your hands anytime. So great. So great. Um, you're a dead set legend, Damo. To you all of our listeners and viewers, we are wishing you an incredible 2021. What's your 2021 vision? You can share it with us on a number of different platforms. On Instagram, we are at 100.notout. On Facebook, we spell it all out, all words, at 100 not out. Uh, head on over to damienchristoff.com to find Damo, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. Thank you to everyone that makes this podcast possible. And until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.